the mind is all. When this law is applied, it gives the value to the law of instruction, provoking analysis, assessment, and reevaluation. Basically, in the program or the traumatic disposition of the mind, when it's triggered, it causes reactions to signal to create or rather imitate obstructions. From emotional to manifesting in the internal physical to corresponding in the physical, external, or, or our environment. It is key that we break down these pillars as we are able to learn, to assess, and to become self-aware in order to transmute and evolve into our healing. Welcome to the God Hour Podcast. This week's episode, Obstructions. States of Paralysis. Let's get into this.
you know, before we get into this week's session, you know, Papa Lucy got to hit y'all up with that weekly reading. Shuffle these cards up real quick. Put one more nice little shuffle in them. I'm going to do a, I'm going to pull off a three. I'm going to build off a three oracle cards and then we're going to get into the, my tarot tattoo deck, one of my first decks. The first card that I pulled from the Oracle deck was Core. The second card is Friction. And the third card is Perspective. And then we're going to build off that first. This is a moment in time for a moment of clarity for ourselves, especially when it comes to the obstructions. We're looking at the obstructions in those patterns that in the core our core standard of our belief is changed the way that we see things is changing we're learning our emotional balances all of these things that we have become used to now you're gonna now you're in a space where it's it's about your core it's about the is about that deep inner working on yourself as you're doing this deep inner working on yourself you're going to face a lot of friction don't stunt it Friction is a necessary part of the process. Friction, conflict is natural. It's when we get emotional based on the other people, others' perspectives of our growth, of our changing, of our shifting. That's what gets us. That's what. That's what makes us stray away from our core. Stray, uh, stray away from strengthening our core. We're allowing others to feed us. We've allowed others to feed feed us as we fed off of them and vice versa in that same space feeding off of those same old beliefs the same old perspective that same old thought process and now that you're stepping out of that it's going to cause a lot of friction let it happen anyway and then we're going to do the build over here with these traditional cards and the first card that I pulled was the ten of coins second card that I uh, pulled was the knight of coins Third card was the Knight of is the Knight of Wands. The fourth card is the Knave of uh, Swords, and the fifth final card is the Queen of Swords. Let's get into that read. When it's coming into the aspects of your core, the Ten of Coins or the Ten of Pentacles, the Pentacles represents the grounding. So now you're in a space where it's time to reground yourself. This happens to us a lot of times when we're leveling up. As I like to say, as we're leveling up, we're coming into our new space. We're uh, gaining that emotional maturity, that emotional clarity as we're going into our healing process. What starts to happen is that splitter, that gap of how we used to emote our emotions or project our emotions or allow our uh, allow the symptoms of the paralysis of what had us stuck to be shown to us. And then we built on that. Now you're coming to the end of that cycle. Remember, this is the big end of the cycles. This is, that, this is that big ending of those cycles that you usually be in. Venus is in Aquarius right now. So this is the aspects of loving. This is the aspects of the intimate, the intimacy with your knowing of yourself. The intimacy of knowing with yourself. That's what Venus in Aquarius is gonna be ushering in. It's gonna be getting intimate with the power of yourself in that loving motion, that loving narrative of your core, that loving, that loving factor of allowing that friction uh seeing what that friction is bringing up what's causing that you're grinding your pads you keep trying to 
hit your brakes now in a space or park in parallel parking that space and it ain't working for you no more. That leads us to the Knight of Coins. The Knight of Coins illustrates for some of y'all out there, y'all in that new space where it's like you're moving forward in new opportunities. You're seeing, you're seeing the results of your works as you're now grounding yourself. This is a moment in time for you to actually ground yourself in moving forward in those opportunities. Moving forward by first finding grounding in those opportunities. This becomes one of those things where we repeat a whole cycle of, okay, cool, I got this money, I got this new job, I'm in this new relationship. But before you get into that new relationship, before you fully expend into that job, before you expend into that money, whatever it is you're coming into, you have to find the grounding within yourself. That's the key when you're coming into that core work. You have to find grounding and balance within yourself. Or else you're gonna keep you're gonna go through that same thing you went through with every other relationship and fall into that same place. This is being brought up by that Knight of Wands. As you're moving forward, if you're not moving in a grounded manner, this is when you're gonna hit that. This is when this is when your energy is gonna start getting shaky. You're gonna find yourself perverting, you're gonna find yourself trying to go back to them old places and them old scapes that you used to go to. Why? Because you're Reverting from the challenge of leveling up. You're reverting from the challenge of leveling up. We like the, we got used to the obstructions that were in our life. We got used to put it to foot for an example. Let's say you finally go to the gym. If you go into the gym, you're working out and you've lost a lot of weight. You lost that weight. Now it's time to ground yourself in the ass. Now it's time to ground yourself in the aspects of ooh. I lost this weight, now I have to ground myself in the discipline of keeping that weight off. This is more simple and plain than just removing, I'm not going to McDonald's anymore, not going to these health food places anymore. It also goes to the aspects of what you were, what you were feeding. Remember, we eat with our emotions. What emotions were you feeding? This happens a lot of times for us, like, what emotions were you feeding? while you were in that space. Not only when you were going out somewhere, going out to that restaurant, who was around you and what emotions were you feeding while you were in that space? Were you feeding guilt? Were you feel, Were you feeding guilt? Were you feeding, feeding jealousy? Feeding insecurity? Were you feeding anger? Remember, there's only two emotions. Were you feeding love or were you feeding fear? Those are the only two emotions. The feelings are the anger. The feelings are the jealousy. The feelings are the, uh, the feelings are the aspect of that. When we get, when you take that and you start grounding yourself in that, that's gonna allow you to move forward as illustrated by the Knave of Swords. The Knave of Swords represents cutting loose or the opportunities to cut out the, cut the fat, basically. You don't say it like that, cut out the fat. Cut out the things that are no longer serving you. Cut out the things that are not able to be on this position for you. For a lot of us, that becomes hard. But if you continue to keep moving down that path and you're not monitoring or catching the patterns of what you need to cut out, this is when you're going to start feeling more tired. This is when you're going to start feeling more anxious. Your body, your body's not going to be able to take in the same amount of negative energy because it doesn't have, you don't have the spaces to deposit it anymore. 
Now that you in this, now that you shed so, now that you shed those pounds, not just in the physical sense, but in the emotional sense, in the spiritual sense, in the mental sense, your body don't have those pockets. Your body's in a state of ketosis right now. So it's feeding from everything that you put into your body. So this especially becomes important when you're acknowledging, you're doing your internal work, you're doing your mirror work, you come to me, and if you're one of my clients, I'm hitting you with a uh, shadow work exercise. This is gonna help you move forward. It's illustrated by the Queen of Swords in nurturing, in nurturing what you have cut away. Nurturing the spaces and nurturing the things that you cut away. Remember, you'll be cutting away a lot of stuff. Think about it as you pruning it. Think about it as you pruning a tree. Are you pruning a bush? You pruning a bonsai plant or whatever? Imagine that you pruning a plant. When you first cut away all of the dead, when you cut away all of the dead foliage and everything that's no longer able to grow within that space, now you gotta monitor these areas because if you don't, that's when the infections can set in. The infection is the emotional imbalance that comes to the surface. Because remember, it's no longer it no longer has nowhere to feed into. So now this is when you become self-aware of the emotional, of that emotion, that emotional paralysis that set in, that can set in when you do not pay attention or become aware of yourself. This is all important when you come into this internal core work. This is gonna, remember, you're gonna be causing a lot of friction with your healing. You're gonna be changed, you're going to be looking at a whole lot of different perspectives. No, now that you're no longer feeding those spaces, the perspectives, the perspectives are gonna change. I always say this, if you're no longer hurt, if you're no longer angry, if you're no longer in any of these emotional states, then the individuals or the conduits that you created to, to kind of mask yourself from dealing with the states, trying to play the peacemaker and everybody else, but keeping yourself in an arbitrary or that private dispute with yourself, now that they're no longer there, what do they serve as? That's gonna be your key in understanding breaking that cycle, breaking that cycle, grounding yourself in that, grounding yourself in the moves as you move forward that are true for you, understanding the balancing your energy, balancing your, balancing your energy based on your decisions of growth, not on the basis of constriction, Bring yourself in the cut, allowing yourself to sit there in this space right now, especially with Venus being an Aquarius, and see what you gotta cut out, acknowledge what you gotta cut out, and then moving forward by nurturing those decisions in healthy manners. Remember, as you level up, when leveling up is not about the aspects of what you gotta cut away that doesn't serve you, it's accepting what's going to be challenging you to set new ground for your evolving and your healing. This has been your weekly reading. If it resonates with you, allow this to be a part of what it takes for you to build into the requirements of what you desire to tap in and raise your value, raise your awareness, raise your emotional maturity. If you're interested in a reading or any of my other services, stay tuned for the plug talk and get the information from there. After this break, we're gonna get into this session. Welcome to the God Hour. Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of the God Hour Show. 
I'm your host, your master of ceremonies, your occult psychologist, Papa Lucifer. And this is, this we begin into obstructions or the states of paralysis. Usually when we're coming into this state of killing ourselves, we don't understand that in that process, as I said in the opening, I'm gonna go over it real quick one more time. As we go through it, it's, we remember that we take in information, we take in this knowledge, we take in these keys, but until we apply these to those locks, we cannot under we cannot gain the values. Remember, it's all based on frequency, it's all based on the numbers. Women lie, men lie, numbers don't. There's a reason that that song came out to that. I always use that as a frequency when I'm doing mantras. But understanding the law of obstruction is understanding that the mind is all. Understanding that everything is an illusion, but every is not good or bad. So when someone says all of it's an illusion and they're trying to keep it locked down or all of that type of shit, what they're demonstrating is an emotional paralysis. They're, they're demonstrating that state of emotional paralysis. Therefore, think about it. Whatever you think, the mind is all and everything is mental. That means the energy that you, the thought that you create is connected to an emotion or there's only two emotions, love and fear. The feelings that are subsequent to this aspect are based on the love and fear. We think about love, we think about uh, unity, we think about the aspects of unity, that frequency of joy, those higher level frequencies. When we think about the aspects of fear or the lower levels of our, emo the lower levels of the emotion, the feelings become hatred, separation, things of this nature. So I've talked about it before. We get stuck, like whatever age the trauma happened at when you were younger, to say something happened to you when you was like 12, 16, eight years old. Every time a traumatic event happened or a new structure came up based on the being in that mental complex, that's where your emotions were stunted. That's where your emotional development stopped. So you could have, as I've said before, that mental, you could have grew a little bit mentally, you could have grew physically, financially you could be growing, you could have grown in every other area, but all of these areas are based on constriction, the external aspect. And we're gonna get deeper into that when we get into the uh, internal paralysis. But the first thing we have to get into is the most state of being in our emotional paralysis. This is the state of living in the aftermath of the traumatic event. This is one of the main ones that we got to get into when we come into this internal work for this healing. I've seen a, I saw a post of, I saw a post earlier that said 2020 you learned, 2021 is time to apply. So going into that narrative, 2012 is the end of all of that. It's 2012 mirror image type thought process. Every it's the end of go, moving in a state of emo, emotional paralysis that state of the inability to truly move forward whether it be into the aspects of love whether it be in the aspects of uh growing creating your shadow work the information and all this knowledge that we gather that gets us to that door when you look at uh the elders bobby Hemet, brother panic uh phil valentine just to name a top few, the ones that I usually was rocking with in that beginning stages, they got you into the room. Now that you're in this room, 
now that you have proclaimed that you're at your you are raising your frequency and you at a different vibratory rate the challenge is it's not we we tend to get messed up in this aspect of releasing what has served us and we put so much energy of our focus into remember what you put your what your focus is on is what you receive so we put so much focus on letting go that the ego now comes into this protection state keeping us in this state of paralysis of saying i don't see why you have to admit or do things and then it becomes out as in our external world it comes out as that state of i don't understand why i have to fix their mistakes so now in our physical sense since we feed our emotions in our physical sense we find ourselves feeding ourselves physically mentally in that aspects of the projection of the emotional or emoting we find ourselves coming into this space and then we're we're fixing other people's mistakes we become the peacemaker a lot of us are in that peacemaker a lot of us due to our traumas of wishing no one goes through what we've been through we've become the peacemaker while staying in a constant state of arbitration and arbitration is the that private dispute between parties so we stay in this private dispute between our ego our shadow self and our inner child so we stay in a private dispute with them we stay in that constant inner conflict with them we don't want anybody and it comes out as i, I said it uh during meditate and elevate on monday it comes out as i'm all fine it comes out as i'm okay i'm gonna get over it i'll get through it i've i've, I've done with, i've dealt with this before this is nothing new to me we tell ourselves these things all the time all of these are catalysts to keep us stuck in that state of emotional paralysis this is where those challenges start coming in for ourselves you want that new relationship but the relationship the primary relationship that we have to work on is with ourselves so you want that beautiful lovely healthy flourishing relationship but it comes at a cost of checking the emotional paralysis whether it be the paralysis of jealousy every time you come in you come into a you come into this healthy space whether it be the friendship or the relationship no matter what it is the job whatever it is this is another thing we have to understand jealousy these aspects that we get into when we think about jealousies insecurities things of this nature it isn't just in one when we think about our energy until we've defined it we defined our energy in a in a subjective manner so we don't understand how that internal dialogue how it plays out in correspondence and this is one of the keys in getting into our shadow work so if you can say that you've never been jealous a day in your life or insecure a day in your life but if somebody at your job gets that promotion before you or gets to go home before you or something good happens to them in that space what happens to you you feeling jealous then then the insecurity will kick in of maybe i'm not the best sir maybe i'm not the best server maybe i'm not the best uh car wash tech maybe i'm not the best of this right here maybe maybe this this and this and then you start breathing into this paralysis getting stuck i use the best example of when we look at it when we look at a um when we look at the movie we look at a movie 
and the person's being scared stiff they're paralyzed with fear and the first thing that we say is because we're not emotes because we're not showing the emotion of what they're showing in the movie we may i laugh at horror movies the first thing that we're going to say is i would just run off that wouldn't catch me you can't catch me in that position the only reason that they're stuck in that position is because they're emoting the emotions that are set within the script so this is when we're coming into this when we get stuck in these states of paralysis the paralysis you still can be moving around and still be in that state of emotional paralysis remember like you still can go to work every single day and be a functioning person that is only used to emoting their emotions or projecting their emotions into the space you're used to emoting a, you're used to emoting that happy face even though you're broken inside you're used to emoting certain faces this is where vulnerability becomes one of the key aspects this is one of the super one of those super uh formulas because with vulnerability we can have honesty with honesty there comes into that truth so if you find yourself in these spaces where people are emoting or showing their truth and you don't agree with it you have to ask yourself what about that do i not agree with they're showing their truth they're showing their true colors they're showing exactly what they are are you afraid of the conflict external you're not afraid of the conflict externally you're afraid of that internal conflict with yourself what has you battling not doing what they're doing what keeps you in that constant state with yourself of there's nothing wrong with me because look at what i have there's nothing wrong with me we go into this state of this denial state there's nothing wrong with me i have a job i have my place I, I I have friendships, but then when it becomes in the reality of you start doing that internal work, this is when you start looking, everything you start looking at is different. Once you start internalizing, becoming self-aware of yourself, you start dealing with those arbitrations, those internal uh, disputes you having with yourself, you start going into the space and the frequency change. Now you're inside of spaces where where you at once would say to yourself, I would never see myself doing that. Now you're questioning, if I don't see myself doing that, why am I in a position or in a space where people are doing it? I give you a simple example. If y'all, if you wouldn't trust certain homegirls around your man, why would you trust yourself around them? If you wouldn't trust certain ones of your homeboys to go pick your girl up from work or, or yeah, pick your girl up from work or whatever it may be, why would you trust them around yourself? It gets even deeper into the aspects when you have that ownership mentality. If I can't trust them to run a business with me or teach them the aspects of business, then why are they around me? This is where the friction comes in. We're afraid of that conflict. We, we have this narrative in our mind where if I go, everybody can go with me. You have to take yourself out of this mindset because that's what's going to leave you in. I've learned that it's going to leave you in the most emotional paralyzed position, that emotional paralysis that you're ever going to face. That's going to be one of the hardest challenges. 
it's going to be it's one of the hardest challenges because it's going to set the tone to where you're going to be waiting for others to absorb what you've absorbed here's the problem with others trying to trying to make others absorb what you observe it becomes an aspect of conversion because they haven't accepted the certain parts that you've accepted they haven't went through the acknowledgement phase they're still blaming their mother for the things that happened in their life they're still blaming their their father their cut they're still blaming individuals for the things that happened in their life so they haven't even got to the acknowledgement phase of benefiting from the trauma they haven't even got damn it they haven't even came to the phase of benefiting from said trauma let alone going into the accepted phase of saying in this continuum where I'm at, I've accepted what I've benefited from the trauma, but in order for me to grow and expand, I have to, I have to do this work. This is where a lot of us get stuck. I got stuck in a lot of positions with myself where I always caught myself waiting. And I've said this before, waiting based on acceptance. If I didn't wait, if I didn't slow down, then guess what would happen? then I wouldn't have anybody around me. But then I had to really do that internal monologue with myself of what is the point of these individuals being around me? What is their true purpose? Is their purpose around me something that's gonna serve my expanding my purpose? This goes into the space with ourselves where we like to make ourselves smaller and then expect, we make ourselves smaller, keep ourselves in a constricted position, and this is, we don't get to deep into that into the physical aspects. We keep ourselves in a certain position and then we get stuck in a polarity where we've shrunk ourselves. And then we wonder why we always get things on a smaller, that smaller narrative. We shrink ourselves, whether it be in the aspects of our education, whether it be in the aspects of uh, our health, of our, just in our aspects of our health, and us doing things in a manner that's helping us expand. And then we wonder why we receive things that are on that frequency. Remember, the universe does not give out to the false self. It gives out to your true self. The universe does not give out to the frequency of who you're wanting to be. It gives out to the frequency of who you are. It gives out to the frequency of who you are so you can you do the work to become who you want to be. It doesn't, we get, this is one thing people get confused with, especially when they come into this state of manifestations, we're doing it like, which we treat it like a scratch off or like a scratch, like a, a genie lamp. And we're like, I hope that I make, I hope that I make this a billion dollars in two months. But now that the universe, okay, you want to make a billion dollars in two months. Now the universe is going to stream in there to test your emotional state. It's gonna test the emotional state. What are you willing to sacrifice? Remember the soul loves sacrifice and the ego loves suffering. So what are you willing to sacrifice to build the foundation to become aligned to that billion dollars? And it's not on that instantaneous aspect that you know that you're stepping forward, what are you willing to sacrifice now? What are you building now in this state for yourself to build for that million dollars? That's where the emotional paralysis comes in because you being jealous, you being insecure, it's you never you, you have never seen an insecure billionaire. You've never seen a jealous billionaire. 
you've never seen a um billionaire keeping individuals around them that does not help them grow you've never seen a billion look this look at the aspects of when you read one of these books read a book about from a billionaire or millionaire and look at how they look at how they structure and program their life everything from when they wake up to when they go to rest there's a program there there's a discipline there even when you don't see a discipline that's popping off there there's a discipline in that space this is where the emotional balance and the emotional understanding your emotional maturity level really comes into play because i can tell you right now from this position where i'm at right now i cannot be where i cannot be in the position that i'm at in a sense of myself being unified to myself and speaking at this tone if i was not emotionally healed because when we are speaking from a level when we're emotionally broken that means we're stuck in a that means we're stuck in the development process of when we were five when we were six eight whenever the trauma happened every time you speak in this position it's a deflection based on that develop it's a deflection instead of developing it's deflection instead of developing you can tell when somebody's stuck within a state of emotional paralysis you can tell when you're stuck in a state of emotional paralysis by the way when you speak certain things to them how are they replying to it they'll usually always go to the state of something that they've done externally they'll go to the aspect of money they'll go to the aspect of their hair they'll go to the aspect of their car they'll use something in an external aspect to show deflection and then it goes down into a deep then the layer under this is the layer of if you tell somebody something and the first thing that they do is based on they come in a state of defense they haven't learned how to have that conversation with their ego one of the main conversations that I, I i still have with myself is when my ego brings something up to me that say you know they don't love you or they know they don't like you or they know this this and this you know they call you this you know they don't believe in you or they know that you know they don't trust you and things of this nature when my ego starts coming in when i'm listening to myself like when someone's telling me yo you should come hang out or come do something like that and you know they don't trust you or really believe in you this is what i tell my ego thank you for bringing that to my attention i don't need them to believe in me i believe in myself here are the reasons that i believe in myself and then i give myself a detailed list and a nice positive self-talk of why i believe in myself the work that I've done up to that point. This breaks that emotional, this breaks that emotion, this starts giving you that emotional clarity that you need in your life. It's very hard for a lot of us to come into a certain state because we've been through so many things. But as I've said before, that was your ending. Everything you came through before you came into this point of your awareness, you being aware, that was your ending everything that you're doing going forward is your beginning when we switch that around that when we switch that polarity around this gives us much clarity more clarity to that middle point that we've been getting into that middle point is from where you're beginning so now you have transparency and clarity in your beginning so now you start looking at things different such as is no longer based on the from the beginning this is the ending archetype to where you see a lot of people especially you look at older people for example they'll wait until they're in their 30s their late 40s their early 50s to start working out 
They'll wait till that time to start working out. You'll wait until you're damn near and you're, you'll wait until you're 33, 34, 35 to start wanting to save because you're still having to acknowledge that state of emotional paralysis because that's where your consistency, your consistency comes into your, comes from your emotional balance. Your discipline comes from your emotional balance. This is when you're riding that wave of that guilt and taking it backwards. You're not reacting to the guilt. You're learning to respond to the guilt to better inform yourself. So when your ego pops up and like, yo, man, like there's a reason that you should feel guilty in this position. You no longer, you're not moving in that state of mind anymore. This is, this is the key of the aspect of you saying, okay, cool. I'm in a different position in my life. This is the key aspect of when you're saying you're in that, when you're in that new position, because now you're defining the position. That's one of the major keys when you're coming into your work, defining the position that you're going to. Remember, you remember, I can sit, you can sit there and say all day to yourself that you're doing certain things, but until you acknowledge the position that you're in, until you acknowledge that position that you're in, you set the tone that you build that position it's really not doing anything. It's similar, it's similar to when you look at your natal chart and you see the houses and you see the house of creativity or you see your house of money, the house where money's concerned, career's concerned. Now that you have that, that's your foundation. That's your foundation. Now you build upon this foundation. Upon this rock, I built my temple or I built my new self. This goes into the physical aspects of what you're feeding yourself this goes into the physical aspects of how you're nurturing yourself in those positions it's very hard for us to accept a lot of these things it was very hard for me to accept a lot of things in my life because for me i was in a position of where i still felt like somebody owed me something i was stuck in the paralysis state of i cannot show any more love to any individual and i said it to myself but i love me but I was loving me through my ego. Cause when I said I love me, when it really came down, when I boiled it down and I brought it down to the concentrate, that concentrated 30%. When I said I love me, I only could look at the physical aspects of what I created. I only could look at the physical things that I created. And then I would kill myself internally to keep these physical things in play so I could keep myself doing what I'm doing. So I always found myself in a state of unrest. I always found myself, even when I, and I never really got sick, but when I did get sick, it was a horrible ass sickness. Even when I had the sniffles, my sniffles last for a couple of days. But now like, now we're sitting in this position, I don't get sick. I think the last time I got sick was like 2019 and my body had shut down. I remember waking up in my spirit. The spirit said, I'm about to weaken your ass because you need to sit the fuck down. You've been moving too. You've been moving too much. It's time for you to sit down. I was knocked out for about. I was out for about three days. I was off from work one day and the other two days I was already off. So I was off for three days and I sat here and that's when I started writing. Then that's actually when I started writing up some other stuff and started creating some other things. 
but it's all in following the aspects of understanding your body but until you understand the mind is all and everything is mental then you can't understand and become emotional clarity then you can't understand the internal workings of the body this is understanding that every chakra there's more than seven chakras in your body then there's the sub chakras and this is when you get when if you have not gotten into the studying of the orishas or the orishas or when you study comedic science and you look at from the orishas to the principles of pata mat thoth and all of these aspects all of these are aspects of the internal workings of your body all of these have been synthesized this is when you start really applying to doing this work the internal work remember every deity has the lower and the higher aspect the lower aspects of Kalima, for example, Kalima the destroyer are the aspects that destroy the aspects of humanity as you're understanding yourself. Kalima the mother is the nurturing aspects of your emotional balance, your emotional clarity, your, your maturity, your divine union. Because until you become the mother, Kali the mother, you can't uh, bond with Shiva and become the Shakti energy. All of these aspects are things that when we look at it, we don't understand it. I remember one time my pops, my pops said it, even though he's like the super Catholic. And I remember from my pops told me, he was like, you got to read it with the spirit. I never knew what that meant. No one ever could tell me what the fuck that meant. No one ever could tell me what reading it with the spirit was. They will always go into this long drawn out aspect of saying, you got to read it. Like you got to read it with the spirit. It means you got to read it with the spirit of Jesus. It wasn't until later on, deeply through my work, after I left that angel consciousness phase, everybody seen the picture I put on Facebook and Instagram. When I got into the angel consciousness phase, that I'm the Jesus or I'm the Christos or I'm the I'm the I'm the Christos or the serpentine energy. So when it's saying reading through the spirit, I got to read it through my energy. That means I got to read to how this connection interfaces with me. That means I can't look at it through ego. This is what happens for a lot of us when you're in this state of yourself, the paralysis, you're still in that paralysis state of the polarity of I don't do this and I don't do that or I'm gonna shut off this and I'm gonna shut off that. All you're doing is shutting off different aspects that are meant to trigger you to learn your, to learn your emotions. All you're doing is shutting off aspects of yourself that are meant to teach you how to learn your emotions, to learn to be vulnerable. I remember being used to being afraid to cry. Now, if I watch any show and I tear up, I'm like, yep, that, that, yep, that's a heart wrenching setting that because I'm in tune with my emotions. See, when you're overbalanced, when you're overly into your emotions, you'll sit there and cry and you don't even know why you're crying. If I sit here and watch a show and I tear up, I can, I can pinpoint why I'm crying it's not just because of the surface level or the emoting of emotion or the projection of me crying because that's me still in mind control it's because I can look at that moment and I can picture a moment of that like for example when I watched Teen Wolf and Allison died in uh Scott's arms on Teen Wolf you ever seen Teen Wolf I could go back to when I was 13 when my cousin Felix passed my cousin, my cousin Felix transition. I can, I can interface that thought process in my mind of going through a battle of watching my father pass away. I can automatically, I can see where it interfaces with me. Now I have, 
Now I have the sense of being able to control or become intimate with this emotion. I'm intimate with that emotion because I can acknowledge, I can accept, and I can forgive myself in the cleansing that I need. I can forgive myself in the vulnerability and the openness that I need. This is you breaking the realms of that paralysis with yourself. Because a lot of us are stuck in our emotional paralysis and a lot of us can be stuck in that emotional paralysis and then we're wondering why our relationships don't go past a certain point. We automatically have a predestination in our mind of the relationship reached to this point due to this predestination. That means at this point I should be here, here, and here. But we haven't set in ourselves what we are within that space. You haven't unified yourself into that space. Remember, everything changes when you start this healing aspect. Everything changes when you truly start healing, when you truly start becoming self-aware of your emotions, when you start breaking these stints of that emotional paralysis, when you start breaking yourself down from when you start admitting when you're scared and when you're in fear. Because fear is the hatred, fear is the jealousy, fear is the insecurity. You start looking like, oh, damn, I am scared. What am I scared of? What is this memory? What does this go back to? What is this emotional tether or strand go back to? Let me open up this gate. Let me sit with myself. And then this is when we start understanding these internal festerings. And that's what we're about to get into a little bit. That's what we're about to get into next. Thank you for choosing the God out. And we back, we back, we back to the second part of our session. Welcome back to the God Hour. <laughs> uh, we just got into emotional paralysis. We gonna play around with that a little bit as we get into the physical paralysis to understand the correspondence. But the internal festering. The internal festering is the state of when we allow these emotions to fester within, fester within inside of us instead of allowing ourselves to actually going to that healing process so now now that we're stuck emotionally we find ourselves being feeding the blocked emotions or feeding the block or finding a sense of release into a space based on and we're gonna i'm gonna do this breakdown with the chakra system based on where we're rooted at our confidence or our lack of confidence our um apparatus of our understanding our power understanding the things that are on our heart, understanding how we speak, even to how you speak, even to how you see. There's a difference between looking through your third eye while the ego is still present and still running rampant and using your intuition and, 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 and going into the position of when you're not doing it based on biases. If my emotions are blocked, then internally, that means my energy is blocked Therefore, now it festers in certain positions. This is when you hear the aspects of how long have you not been able to breathe correctly? Ask a simple question. How long have you not been able to breathe correctly? Learning the aspects of your breath. I've talked about this before in every one of your thoughts. Every time you breathe, something as simple as your breath gives breath and life to your thoughts. 
it carries it to that position. So that negative self-talk that you tell yourself when you're feeling scared and insecure and letting that shit arise, it goes festering down into the root chakra. Remember, the root chakra is based on your survival. That's your survival aspects. That's the sexual energy aspect. That's that's all of that. So if you're breathing into your, you're breathing that, you're breathing, you're just thinking it. Think about that breath, that breath of life that you get stuck in. This is where conversion disorder, this is the aspects of that cancer, the American, the cancer society, and the aspects of the cosmetic fix. The cosmetic fix. If I feel emotionally in the aspects of fear, that means I'm feeling doubt. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling doubt. I'm feeling uh, this aspect of shyness, or I feel underconfident. My self-esteem issues. How would that filter into my physical body? This is where. It all breaks down into the aspects of your emotional aspects and you understand your emotions. So think about the aspect of, I remember having acne for like a short period of time in my life. I never I never really had acne after a certain point in time. The ancestors blessed me with that. And it's also an aspect of understanding certain parts of your body. Uh, I didn't have, I had very adonis like features as my grandmother and my aunt would say i had adonis like features there's people right now there's chicks right now that are upset that my eyebrows look like the way they look you'll do nothing like like, apparently i got like the perfect arches or whatever you just got to take out a little bit of hair out of here and this is another thing that you got to learn when you're dealing with the emotional festers or the emotional paralysis that goes into that internal festering stop listening to individuals that only understand the aesthetics of life, the aesthetics of existence. That means the substance, that means the surface. Stop listening and allowing yourself to be in spaces with individuals that only look at the aesthetics of existence. The aesthetics of existence. That means they will put everything into their hair, they'll put everything into their face, They'll put everything into their clothing. They'll put everything into their car, their clothes, the the type of man that they want to be around, the type of chick that they want to be around, the way their house looks on the outside. And we've all seen these damn pictures on Instagram and Facebook when Shorty looked bad and she's taking a picture and you look behind her and she's sleeping on a top ramen pallet. Her, her bed looked like a thing of top ramen or it looked messy in there or you look at the guy that's taking a picture up close with a hat on and is really up close and he's taking a picture from the closet of his house in his room and he got all these damn Jordans up there and then you fall for the aesthetic because it appeases the internal festering that's going on inside of yourself you got something internally festering inside of you so now this is where we get into the emo- the emoting aspect. We look, we get into the emoting or projecting on the physical aspect of, that we look good or we're fine <coughs> or we're okay. But in the inside, we are on fire. On the inside, we are in shambles. 
but we dare not allow that release because the vulnerability makes us feel scared because we've been trained and taught and we've only seen this toxic behavior we're used to getting to this certain point in a physical sense because it forces us not to challenge our physicalities it challenges us not to really become healthy and then we only become healthy based on that external dialogue or this dialogue outside of ourselves of the external status quo remaining in the external environment keeping our environment sound i don't really see man in my hood man i ain't never seen no doctor so why do i gotta care about health for in my hood i ain't never seen no lawyers so why i gotta why do i have to manage the laws for it think about what you're telling yourself if i'm not understand if i tell myself not to understand the law that means go and i'm i'm my next big purchase is the black law journal the black law dictionary that's my next uh major purchase because imagine when you're telling yourself to ignore the law the law is not written for you don't give a fuck if the law not written for you just by saying that in your mind that's in your subconscious therefore when you come into the law of obstruction the law of reoccurrence the law of attraction that a lot of us like to get into they don't seed into the subconscious because you kicked out all the other laws you don't believe in laws remember you don't believe in commandments remember everything has a purpose you got to understand it you got to stop looking at it through your ego or you're going to be stuck in that position wondering why you can't why you can't seem to attract what you want to attract because first off you're in emotional paralysis so you want this you want this job that is customer service you want the best customer service job but you keep getting knocked over at them low budget customer service spaces and places because it's how you speak that emotional paralysis can lock the throat chakra so even when you're saying something that is of the truest intent that means that shit can motherfucking shift some shit just because you speaking it through that place and you still get that place of hurt with inside you it sounds like you're hurting even when you're not being even in the unstated you are understanding that you're being you've always been in a state of defense and now that you're in a state where you can be offensive and you can move around freely you're still festering the defensive state so even when you're not being defensive and you think that you're saying something normal guess what you're speaking your throat chakra is still in a defense state it's still undercharged so you have to now you remember your your grandmother didn't said it to you plenty of fucking times it's not what you say it's how you say it so you can say something that sounds like you is not like it can sound like to saying something to me for example as a psych being your occult psychologist you being one of my clients you speaking to me it's a safe space because it's my job to analyze to give you the analysis to give you the ana give you the honest psychoanalytical holistic approach to what you're saying so you're like oh that's what i've been saying the entire time yeah you may have been saying it one way but then because remember this is coming in through the same channel so the way that you say things out in a defensive manner everything comes in on that same channel of defense so now this goes into the aspects when you're speaking 
in that environment when you're speaking to individuals and you can be you can be speaking your truth but then you get upset because they're not listening to you now this is when your inner child kicks in your inner child wants attention remember your inner child just wants attention it wants love it wants attention it wants love it wants nourishment it wants all those nice little things that you've been wanting ever since but now that you're in that space and you having that high octane argument and they're not listening to you now you get louder now you feel that you have to get louder because festering inside of you is your inner child wanting the attention listen to me listen to me listen to me remember every time you every time that you think that you're thinking you're listening i say this all the time every time that i had to tell myself this all the time for like the first couple weeks of my shadow work every time that you're listening you're thinking you're listening what are you listening to what internal fester or up or obstruction is in your heart that does not allow you to expand past a certain point you may be speaking your exact point but if you come into a space when somebody's going to, when it's time to be challenged someone asks you why you'll be like you'll give the not you'll give the basic answer and thinking that's you would think that answer that you've always heard and always used it don't work in this higher frequency it don't work up here because i remember telling my i remember my boss i remember one of my mentors my mentor nick leach i've talked about him before he always told me always go into a position where they cannot tell you no based on emotion they cannot tell you no based on the based on the factors that you're bringing into the space and it took me a while to understand this because it meant i had to train my emotions and discipline myself to go into key positions by being honest in my favorite movie honestly in every position that i'm in with no fear this is how you learn how to expand your energy a lot of us have our energy locked in certain spaces so in certain spaces where we're venting where we're extra loud we're extra adamant being the peacemaker going into that conflict and when it comes into other positions where it comes more internal to ourselves guess what we can't do we can't have that honesty with ourselves Ooh, it's scary to have that honesty with ourselves because that means we got to face that that means we got to face that obstruction that means we got to dig that that means we got to take that we got to take that knife we got to take that scalpel without the anesthesia and actually cut in deep and actually do it. You ever seen somebody when they get extra fucking, when they drunk or when they high? I had a, my, one of my, uh, I had a brother that every time when he would get drunk, he was the, he would walk around telling everybody he loved them and the reason why he loved them and the things that stood out to them about them in that space. And then I remember him telling me that. I remember he was like, Bro, I was drunk last night. You got, I'm like, I'm like, bro, I'm not forgiving you for everything, anything that you said. And he looked at me like, why ain't you? But I was drunk. I was like, bro, you didn't say anything outlandish. Everything you said was fucking true. Your key goal is going to be able to say, say that shit to yourself while you sober. And that was a big workout process for him because that was a reflection for me of not being able to say things only in certain positions. Now you can't get me to not say, but the key to your true honesty is the truth of your vulnerability. That means you are willing to step into that space, say what you say, 
accept the emotional aspect that's going to come out to the surface because that's what's going to come out because some people are not ready for it this becomes one of the major keys for us some people are not ready for that sense of uh some people are not ready for that um for that sense of you sitting there being emotionally honest some people aren't ready for that and then you got to be able to accept that and explain this is where emotional maturity comes in because i remember there would be points in time where i would be the bluntly honest motherfucking a position and when they said something back to me it would go into a state of deflection now if i'm saying something i can fully i'm fully aware and i'm able to explain it and simplify it into that space and this is the major key when you're doing this this is not for them this is not when you're expressing yourself instead of you're learning not to emote you're learning to express your emotions it's not for them to feel anything it's not for them to feel bad or feel any type of way or automatically change it's for you to validate the growth in yourself one of the biggest things i had to get to before i could even start doing lectures was having those conversations with my mother and then later on going into giving my mother the information that i've learned and since i went into that position without a predisposition of her understanding it accepting it moving in it or changing or evolving through it it made it clear for me i was validating myself my ability to speak my truth in any position it was a training exercise for me it got to a point to where after as i started doing this i remember my mother at the end of our my end of these conversations she would sit there and she'd be like how do you know this stuff you got to be careful with the stuff that you know because then my mother then later on it was like underscore my mother would tell me the stories about her when the earlier years when she was in new york and she met my the first time she met she met my father earlier on and my father was in my father was the lat he this is when the kings was the crowns and but he was around those afrocentric and those conscious movements so a little bit of those things started coming out to the surface in my mother's conversation whether she realized it or not the spirit moved her to say you got to be careful what you're saying because they're going to come at you i was like in this is one of the first times i said i was like mom they got to be careful of me they got to be careful of me because with this information i'm going to with this information i invoke my i invoke the greater aspects of myself my mother would smile me and my mother's relationship it wasn't about healing the relationship so we could go to buffets and eat dinner together it was so that as i came into the unify unification of myself i no longer needed my mother as the definition as what she was this doesn't change that my mother is my mother love my mother when my mother transitioned i will be at the funeral wearing all white i will be putting i will be putting the bounding the binding of her uh bounding of her favorite uh flowers in her grave and she will not be coming back here she will be in one of the houses that i've set up to, for her to learn from up there so she can usher on she will become part of the spirit team that's the work that you're doing because every time that you as you heal yourself 
you heal the next seven generations synonymous to your uh synonymous to your chakras when you start healing yourself you heal the next seven generations when you start healing yourself and you start removing these obstructions in yourself this is when you can start having those honest conversations in every single position because you don't have a fear because you knew that's what you were that's the key you knew that's what you were you no longer looking for that this is you defining your frequency you're no longer what you were so you start having them hard-ass conversations if you have kids nieces nephews you got kids around you it's time to start having those honest conversations the fear of the aspect that internal obstruction of saying they won't understand it is letting you know that you don't fully understand it because all information once you truly understand it once you truly have applied it once you truly have done that work you're able to simplify it that's why i can give you the god hour podcast every week i can simplify it so the ones that are looking through the aspects of the ego that ain't came to that point they hear me talk about niggas ain't shit bitches ain't shit they're waiting for me to say something about the white man you'll never hear me say nothing about the white man other than that's the furthest reflection of yourself i'm not in that space if you want that go over there i give you what i give you what is desired for you to grow i give you the desire i give you what is desired for you to grow i don't deal in the aspects of this that i don't deal in those aspects i'm past that point and when i do go into those points it's because i've synthesized this information the download the channel the books into that new information llc mentality ownership mentality you want that dream job i tell you all the time you want that dream job that business to flourish it goes into that shadow work getting your houses in order some of y'all trying to do things that really ain't you that ain't what you designed to do but you got to understand your human design me i'm a manifested generator so i'm supposed to initiate i'm supposed to initiate i'm supposed to initiate i'm supposed to respond learn my response learn how to inform and i'm supposed to invoke and be the most provocative motherfucker in the building that's what i'm supposed to do so if it hurts your feelings that's what i'm supposed to do i ain't trying to make you feel good i'm trying to make you better my goal is to make myself better so in reflection everything around me going to become better that's why that hermit phase is this is another thing when you're going into this eternal festering process you cannot skip the hermit phase and let me put the definition in when you go into the hermit phase the hermit phase is when you're going into the true aspects of yourself and the true aspects to your heart the true reflections of your true heart therefore if you in a relationship and you go into the hermit phase and then that relationship fall apart they were not a true aspect of your heart they're not true aspects of your heart they're familiar with the trauma of your heart they're familiar with the fragments of the shrapnel of the trauma of your heart this is why conflict people always think i don't want to get into the conflict conflict is a natural aspect you need the friction iron sharpens iron so anything that's not ironclad or true to you guess what it's gonna get cut up in the process it's gonna get burnt up in the process allow it to happen because this is how you open up to your soul tribe this is how you start getting true connections not based on attachment not based on the internal festerings of the things that you haven't worked on yet 
I had I had to go through that process. My fucking hermit phase was dead, was by myself. Every relationship, friendship, and partnership that I had at that point in time fell the fuck down. There was moments in time where I felt like alone in the world. I felt alone in the physical sense. But that gave the, that's when them obstructions started showing up. That's when them blockages in my heart started showing up. I started looking at how I was eating. I was, uh, remember, cause you eat, you feed your emotions. You eat with your emotions. So I started looking at these blockages in my heart. I started, I was really looked at my, I remember the first time I looked at myself, like nigga, I'm 260 pounds. All this is not regular weight. I don't, and I would work out and I would lose weight, but it would always come back. Cause I wasn't disciplined. I wasn't truly disciplined in the vulnerabilities in myself. I didn't remove those emotional mark. I didn't remove those emotional conduits in my environment that I was attract that I was using in those spaces. So, ooh, I want to be. I want to. I want to feel like I'm around people. So I'm gonna go late night to, <clears throat> and this is when you get into these aspects. Like I want to go late night to the bar or whatever. And then you leave the bar. You leave the club. And then the first thing you're doing is going to go feed your emotions, all this emotional energy that you gathered. That's why you go to Waffle House. That's why you go to Denny's. That's why you go into the diner. If you up top, you know what I'm talking about when we talk about the diner. That's why you go into Jack and Box, Jack in the Box late night. That's why you go into uh, the sub place late night. Because the parasites, the parasites are built, are born of the emotion. They fester in the obstruction this is why when you start doing a fast and everything that start coming out when you start fasting and detoxing from certain aspects you have that you have this craving for sugar because you're feeding the parasites they need that quick fix they need the sugar this is why whenever whether you're going through a fast and you detoxing from you start detoxing you stop drinking alcohol and you want a lot of sugar and whenever you stop eating certain things, then you want to you want an abundance of candy. It's because your body is the obstructions are showing themselves, the parasites, the emotional parasites that are festered into those physical obstructions inside of your, inside of yourself. It's like when somebody's going through cancer, cancer is not bad. Cancer is the cancer cell is taking the dead cell is taking the dead cells and cultivating them, bringing them to the surface because the body's too acidic. That's why whenever you go into an alkaline diet or an alkaline detox, is where they don't, this is something I'm not gonna tell you when in the aspects of health. When your body becomes alkaline again and it becomes balanced again, the cancer releases these spores into the alkaline because cancer feeds off the acidity in your body. The acidity is based on fear. So when you stuck in that anger monologue and you realize what, and you think why you always want to go eat some fucking acidic ass shit, you want to go eat some lemon pepper wings and little shit like this. These are examples. You want to go eat some shit that's high in fucking acid. You want to go bang out some eggs. You want to go bang out some cheese. You want to go bang out certain foods. It's based on the acid content. Your body is still acidic. That's why when you go into that state of detox and you're removing those negative ions for the masculine aspect, you start sweating and you start being more salty. Now you got a salty ass mood or 
because that's the male, that's the masculine version of PMS. And for the PMS, for the, the ladies out there, when you're going through that process and your body's going through a detox, monitor your body. It don't matter what external aspect you put into your body on the cosmetic tense, guess what it does? Your body's naturally gonna go through the process it need to go through. It don't give a fuck about anything you put in there in a cosmetic sense. It's gonna push that shit out. That shit gotta come out. All of that negative gonna come out. What you gotta do is this forcing you to sit your ass down. Remember I told you earlier, your body gonna force your ass to sit down. Your body gonna force you to get this work. It's up to you whether you're gonna acknowledge it. All of these obstructions, sitting there in that space like, I didn't know I had so many obstructions based on my emotions. I didn't know that being vulnerable was such a power. I didn't know, I have clients that come at me after reading like, just listen, just doing a reading with you is like, so many things have come to the surface with me. And I'm like, yeah, that's what's supposed, you need that to come to the surface because it shows on your face and then you try to cover it up. It shows in your face, it shows in your hairline fellas. And then y'all try to hatfish these chicks out here. My hairline didn't grew back. My new growth is crazy. I'm in a whole different position because I've learned to recycle my energy. I've learned to recycle my energy. I'm 27 forever. I'll be 36 this year. You'll never be able to notice because I've learned how to recycle my, I've learned how to recycle and charge myself. Staying out of those spaces that feed the festering, that acknowledge the festering. But this is the first part. When you're going into the key aspects of your healing process, you need to go into that space. The spirit gonna lead you into that space to see what you need to see. But it's up to you to your awareness, where your emotional maturity is at. That conflict's gonna teach you emotional maturity. It's gonna tell you where you hurting at. You can, it's gonna show you how you're voicing yourself. It's gonna show you what you're rooted in. Some of us are still rooted in the old aspects of ourselves. We have not uprooted because we have not understood that root chakra work. So that confidence level for ourselves is different in that space of our confidence is different. We were confident in that space because you're in that space, you're in that environment, you're the best in that environment, you got a job, you got a job, you got a man, you got a chick, you got a house, you got bills. And then that person over there, they still uh, eating ass for crab legs. They eating ass for a place to stay and they eat, they sucking, they licking balls for crab legs. And now you looking at them like, I could never see myself doing that. Now you in this self, now you in this self-righteousness. And then you're gonna tell yourself, yeah, I'm in a different level now. I'm in a different new year, new me. Even if you're not saying the new year, new me, I'm in this new space of myself. But if you were in the space where you're saying that you're at, you wouldn't have to speak it because it would show in your works. It would show your energy speaks for you. That's the aspect of your inner child doing what it need to do. It'll speak for you. When I walk into any, when I walk into a space, my energy speaks for me. I've defined my energy within that space of me being the God of alchemist, me being Papa Lucifer. I let people say what they need to say. Oh, that nigga worshiped the devil. That nigga called himself Lucifer. You right. You're right. Even when you're not right, you're right. Cause that's what you see. That's what you need to see. I don't need to validate it for you. But after this break, we don't get into the, we don't get into the aspect of understanding those physical aspects outside of us.
and we are back for the final segment we just got into the emotional paralysis the parameters of the emotional paralysis got into that internal festering of the physical aspects of how it affects into our body this is a couple of the examples of that and now we're gonna get into these aspects and tie it all together with understanding the physical or the external fostering the external fostering external fostering when we think about fostering we think about this is the main spectrum of emoting this is when we create within our space or we allow or we create or co-create within our space indirectly or directly remember everything that is observed does not need to be first-hand experienced and everything that's experienced does not need to be first-hand observed that means understanding this coming in deep into this frequency of programming yourself what you create or what you foster into your space from the physical aspects of those obstructions so use simple example if i am broken in the aspects of emotion when it comes to the struggle of hand me down clothes and and never having money when i was little what festers inside of me is this narrative to always eat the best or take the narrative of take the thought process of because i have it because i have it the money for it i'm gonna go get it take that into your mindset because i have the money for it i'm gonna go get it that means just because i got the money for the two for five at mcdonald's and i got a 20 that means i'm gonna go get four of them bad boys just because you have the energy to go get to these things just because you are now learning about your energy and now you're bringing it into balance what cycle that you are breaking is just because you have the new energy does not mean you have to go to spend this energy recklessly this is where external fostering comes into play just because you have that relationship with your mother does not mean that you're going to be able to go to nordstrom's or or whatever store and go buy matching outfits that's not what your energy is being used for just because you have that relationship and it's giving you an aspect of refreshing you and giving you life it doesn't mean that you're trying to make that relationship fit the predisposition your pre that that preset narrative of point in your mind because just like when you reach to certain points in relationships now you're trying to rush everything into the six month phase friendship relationship whatever it may be now you're sitting in that position you're trying to still foster the old obstruction the thing that you've come to terms with everything is not meant to be experienced by first everything's not meant to be experienced just because you're able to observe something new into that space you can't keep putting these new observations into old experiences it doesn't work that way because this is where a lot of us get stuck in that space of the inner child needing attention and needing love 
And now that we're in our position, because of that emotional imbalance, we go searching for love in all the places based on the, as I said earlier, the cosmetic or the, yeah, the, the cosmetic effect. And then we find ourselves trying to make things fit our cosmetic effect. I remember now I haven't got my hair cut in the last couple of months. I haven't got a retwist in the last couple of months because I really ain't, I really haven't needed it. I was like, I want to start more internally first. So like now I'm in the gym more. I'm in the gym consistently been in the gym consistently for like the last, I want to say since the end of September, middle September, I think I've said that before the middle of September till now I've been consistently in the gym. So now that my death date's coming up, now I'll, now I'll do the haircut thing. Now I'll do the retwist thing because now I have something to celebrate in my death day. I'm building up, I'm building up my season for that day. It's a lot of, it's the end of a lot of cycles. I went through a lot of cycles, just going into the aspects of going into the entrepreneur sense for myself, going into this business mindset, the LLC mindset, allowing that to flourish through everything that I do. Now I'm in the space where I can actually foster a healthy, my environment is gonna be reflection of my internal and not the other way around. When we're stuck in this obstructions and when ourselves, we always try to bring justice to ourselves by bringing ourselves to tap into certain aspects to keep us in a certain space. It was interesting that I read a certain, I read a uh, tweet, I read a tweet. And the tweet was, the tweet, the tweet was, the tweet, the tweet was from my brother. And then the other tweet was from, it was from two, it was actually two guys. And me being a heel, I like to expound upon things like this of this nature. So I'm bringing that into the external monologue, the external fostering. For most people, they are in relationships or they come into a relationship, friendship, relationship, friendship, it goes across the board. Energy, the energy is just a simple reflection in each one of these spaces. So even when they come into a relationship, friendship or whatever, it comes to that, even to the job, even to the job, remember because the energy carries on into each one of these spaces, your job, you can become, be, be, you can be frustrated with your job right now because your job no longer challenges you. But it's only giving you a reflection that you're not challenging yourself in the work that you need to do for yourself. You can have friendships that you stay there and they're not challenging you. And we talk about friendships, we talking about the friendship between family and friends. They no longer challenge you into a higher state of yourself. So now you're irritated in now you irritated in those spaces. You can be in a relationship and irritated because you're not getting what you're used to get. But you're not looking at what you're doing now. Because you fostered a certain unconsciously you could have done this and co-created this existence. You fostered a set of aspects for yourself to do to a certain point to a certain amount of time to get a certain result. And since you didn't get these results, now you start diminishing the things that you're doing in the personal sides of yourself. But the result still stays the same. You see how that 
the breakdown in the pattern that predisposition or the preset thing that you wanted in your life but now that you're in the new space this is where the challenge comes in it isn't about leveling up is not about the at the the point of i'm letting go of certain things because there's no work in letting go there's no work in letting go i'm here to tell you there's no work in letting go it's easy to be like, yeah, I let go of these friends. I let go of this. These people are stupid, da-da-da. He didn't like me because I was fat. She didn't like me because I was too skinny or whatever. It's easy to let go. The key to leveling up is accepting the challenges that are going to bring you into new ground. That are going to force you to start applying to a higher narrative. What happens for a lot of us, because we got so used to fostering the fostering from the festered aspects of ourselves the old aspects of ourselves when we get that new information when we get that new that new synthesis of light we still try to apply it to old algorithms we still try to apply it to the old ways of being it uh, it isn't meant for that i remember sitting here with my old hustle mentality and applying it to me being a personal trainer i couldn't take that same mentality and be being a fucking healer me being a the cult psychologist i couldn't take it over it it's like taking i can't take the 18 years of experience as a as a line cook in a restaurateur and a restaurant manager i can't take that experience the face value of experience and take it into the field that i'm in but what I can take from that is my lessons. I've said this before. I can take the lessons that I learned, time management, discipline, promotions. I can take that information and plug that into the new challenge of the formulas for my new grounds. This is when you coming into that new space. In the external aspect, you gonna meet individuals one thing that I've always, the one thing that I've been pushing, especially when we push it into secret society is, and I learned, you have to go outside of your weight class in order to spar, to learn. That means you gotta take yourself out of that weight class that you got used to in order for you to truly learn. Because everything seemed easy when you on, when you still on the, the, the easy level everything that you're doing gonna seem easy as fuck because you have something you have an example that's at a lower frequency to compare yourself to yeah i meditate every single day what do you do yeah i meditate yeah i meditate and i go work out every day what do you do it's all fun and games until like okay cool you working out and then you keep going back into that frequency over there when them niggas ain't working out they ain't doing shit with their life and now you going to now you carrying this experience in heavy quotes into that new space when them motherfuckers then they lift the heavier weights and you still over there lifting little 20 pound dumbbells beside that nigga over there lifting that 50 pound weight and he's smaller than you you think you was cute because you went and did a couple squats and now you feeling the burn of them squats but then you looked at that shorty that was in there doing them squats, been doing them squats 
consistently in the gym and you going in there and she got on her new leggings and her booty looking real nice and you like she's smaller than me and why her booty looks so nice that's the challenge of the external fostering coming into that new position accepting that challenge because damn right you damn right you gonna see motherfuckers that know more than you and have applied different shit than you but if you keep going back into that old space all you're gonna keep seeing is reflections of what you keep doing you only gonna keep seeing reflections of what you keep doing and then you're gonna become irritated because you're gonna be able to call them out by everything that they're doing but then you never look at yourself and see how you're doing it in the reflection. Cause now you're, what are you doing that matches what they're doing? Cause that's the only reason that you're triggered by it in the first place. That's one of the hardest things that, that's one of the hardest features to have to realize for yourself. That's one of the biggest ego deaths that you gonna have. Let me, that's going to be one of the biggest ego deaths you're going to have. When you, you're, because I use it for an example. Friday, Friday, did a nice cleaning of the, I did a clean, clean the crib. I grabbed my sage and the spirit had me in here being fucking Basquiat with the sage. I'm in here writing sigils in the fucking air with the smoke. I'm making circles and shit. I'm in here dancing and moving. And I'm like, nigga, this nigga, I ain't never did this before. This shit was fun. That's you building your new space. This is you embracing the inner child, the imagination, building that space. Because you're not going to be able to advance to the next level until you've made this level. This is the mental aspect. The emotional aspect is coming in the balance. The mental aspect is building that scape in your mind to discipline those emotions. So in the physical realm, remember your efforts are reflections of your interest. My interest is to become the be become the give you the quality that you deserve into your healing process. So everything in my reflection is the reflect my teachings are reflections of my what i've learned and the reflection of what i learned is in the efforts of my discipline within my emotional aspect so my physical realm matches that major key when it comes in this is a major key when it comes into manifesting you want that new spot what's your what's your old spot look like you want that bomb ass relationship i love my man's the uh nigga that's stopping everybody got memes with him now that mean when he's talking about when the chick's uh talking about uh she uh 39 with two kids and he stopped her right there was like now remember she said no she says i want a man with he said now remember you're 39 with two kids now continue that's the challenge that's going to be your challenging point because your ego gonna step in with the reality of it. Your ego's always meant to protect you. Now that your ego's working for you, your ego's gonna commit to saying some shit that's gonna hurt your feelings. Now remember, this is you. 
Now remember this, this, and this is you. And you talking about you want to go and lay up on somebody's beach naked for the summer. That means your effort will have to be in the discipline of shaping yourself up. So when you your ego comes up, be like, remember, you got to do, yeah, I was fat. Yeah, I was eating unhealthy. But now this is what I'm doing. That becomes your interest in your health. That becomes the interest in you stepping forward in that position. That's the truth of fostering your new environment. We get so used to fostering our environment based on where we, based on the emotional paralysis or being stuck with an aspect of emotion that when our environment doesn't seem to match up to our emotional, it starts to challenge those paralysis or us being stuck in that, where we need emotional development at or where we need development at, we automatically kick it to the side and say, yo, if it don't work, then it don't work. I'm used to this happening. Everybody does this anyway, because you going back, because for me, for an example, I'm going back to when I lost all my family members from 13 on in transitions. Until I accepted that ego death, all these motherfuckers was getting ready to, that's my whole spirit team. That's my squad. Every time somebody transitions, I have a new shooter. I have another person in position to bring me some more information so I can do my building. I'm not looking at it from the angle of I'm losing this and I'm losing friends because in reality, they're doing what they're supposed to do. You step out of this position of trying to make things work and you allow them to do what they're supposed to do. You start kicking into that. You start seeing why certain, why certain people start doing certain shit and you can't, you ain't trying to stop them. After a while, you stop speaking on it. Since you stop speaking on it, you stop thinking about it. Since you stop thinking about it, you start gaining emotional clarity. Since you started getting that emotional clarity, your environment changes. You feel more energized. You ain't going to them spaces and then you sitting there. It's like going to a party. It's like going to a party in your 50s around a bunch of 30 year olds and 20 year olds. You know you had to be up at eight o'clock in the eight o'clock. And now you mourning the entire morning. It ain't until Tuesday afternoon at 12 o'clock where you sitting there like, man, I got some energy to do some things now. The week gone. It's gone. You ain't you ain't got the energy. Because this is when you start fostering your environment to match your energy. Even if the baby steps in the hermit phase. Programming your day. I cannot stress that enough. Programming your day. You already have everything that you need within you. There is nothing going to come outside of you except for the reflections of what either you need to observe or experience to help you become better. Major key for you to actually in your growth. You want to grow, you want to stay the same. I've looked at old pictures of myself and I don't even notice myself. I remember one of the first uh rich I remember one of the first gazing rituals I did. A gazing ritual, how I define it is, find an old picture of yourself and gaze into the picture. Similar to like dating yourself, put a candle in front of you. Just a big way to date yourself. Grab a candle, set up a little candlelight visual of yourself, a little circle of candles. 
take that old picture of yourself, sit the picture down right there in the circle, prop it up and ask yourself, ask that picture of your old self, the questions in honesty, vulnerability, and trust to yourself, ask yourself those questions and answer yourself truthfully as the person in that picture. That will change your fucking life. I remember looking at an old picture of myself and asking that motherfucker questions. That shit fucked my whole life up. After I was done with the ritual and blew out all the candles, when I went to sleep, when I went to my rest state, the dream I had, the dreams I had, the conversations I was having in my head after the next couple of days changed the entire changed my entire environment i was mad at work all the time i was irritated as fuck at everybody even people that were close to me i was irritated with because i'm looking at them like how the fuck you let me get like this how you let me gain this much weight and i'm saying it to myself but i'm saying it to them because i had an inherent understanding unconsciously that they were the reflection of if they were my so-called friend my family then why aren't they checking me for the dumb shit that I'm doing? Why aren't they really checking me for the dumb shit I'm doing? And if they are checking me for the dumb shit I'm doing, why am I not listening? Make you question your whole environment, question where the fuck you standing at in your life. That is the challenge. The letting go part is easy is accepting that challenge that the things that are gonna come into your space are going to challenge you to see where you stand and where you at. Are you ready for this? That's what your spirits are gonna say to you. That's what your ancestors are saying to you. You ready for this? So if you feel anger from your ancestors is actually the fested anger with this side of yourself. When you feeling that sorrow from your ancestors and you finding yourself crying or fighting back tears, it's actually the inner sorrow of your inner child speaking to you. I'm sad. I'm glad that you decided to come into this space and listen to me. This is what I've been feeling. I've been feeling this for a long time. I've been feeling this ever since we were five. Ever since we were five, yeah. And this is where I've been stuck at the entire time. And I've been screaming from that five-year-old mindset well into your 30s. You've been screaming from that 12-year-old mindset well into your 40s. You've been screaming from that mindset or that, that emotional paralysis since you came into that space. And now it's time to address it. That's the major part of you coming into your space, rising into yourself, is addressing these things. You're not addressing them so people, you're not addressing it based on, as I said earlier, you're not addressing it to foster a new position for them. You're festering it to bring it into yourself. I am my own mother. I am my own father. I am my own pops. I am my own sister. I am, I am my own sisters. I am my own brother. I am my aunts, I am my uncles, I am my ancestors. That is the depth of you saying that you are the ancestors are within you. 
when you take that into a true in-depth process into yourself that's when you heal that seven generations going ahead that's when you heal seven generations behind and seven generations ahead that's the polarity aspect that's when you have transparency because now you have set the new tone therefore now you ain't got to go into that space telling them yeah you ain't got to tell everybody what you doing yeah i got my crystals in my sage you ain't got to tell them they smell it on you they smell the sage on you they smell the frankincense on you they smell it on you it's irritating their spirit that's why they saying something to you that's the process you are now destroying your old environment this is killing your humanity this is killing your ego because you don't work with the living you don't work with the existing you work with the living so your ego is existing to protect you kill it so you now works for you your humanity is stuck within the duality of not understanding duality is stuck in the bias aspects of polarity so you got to kill it to free it so it worked your now automaton works for you this is the process of killing yourself before you die going through that gate of doth or the gate of death and going into the transition and leaving everything worldly in the material world behind so you're no longer attached to it so now when you connect the things it's your physical automaton connecting to it you've already now you can experience things to the fullest because you ain't worried about man if i lose it man if i lose this relationship okay that means our relationship was done with bobby Hammond said that in plenty of his lectures when he was dealing with his little his tenderonies or his thundercats she would walk up to him be like it's over and he was like all right cool i guess the work was done because there's no more attachment you're allowing things to do what they need to do serve their purpose and bow and gracefully bow out as they need to bow out i need not nor want not for anything therefore i have everything that i require to create what i desire and i because i understand my value this is the true in-depth aspect of the love of yourself i speak from the highest aspect of the love of myself i speak from the highest aspect of that joy in myself i enjoy waking up programming my day from start to finish i enjoy what i enjoy how i get the rest i enjoy that i get the rest i enjoy the self-awareness and being in that space i enjoy this alone time because i'm never alone i enjoy not needing or wanting anything based on the quantity and i enjoy what i receive based on the quality so I can now set the parameters of the quality of what I accept in my life. So there, so for some think I'm honest as hell and they love it and others think I'm honest as fuck and they hate it. It's because I give them no room to, it's because naturally my energy or my auric field 
doesn't give them any room to penetrate and that's what but that's what individuals are going to start hating that they can't get to you emotionally because as we all know the ones that can make you angry though he who can evoke your emotions is your master he or he when we talk about the aspect of man or woman the ones that can evoke your emotions are your masters they can school you every single time and make you do all types of dumb shit they'll have you going places that you know you don't want to go to and have you saying things that you know you don't really want to say and that's all in the aspects of you understanding the true aspects of yourself i just want you to be the fucking best but in order to do that you gotta you gotta you have to nip and get into that emotion the states of emotional paralysis where you get stuck in this emotion of fear and then the feeling is you're stuck in a constant state of rage where you're stuck in this aspect of fear and now you're in a constant state of sorrow constant state of depression constant state of insecurity constant state of emoting now you're cutting this so now you're festering these obstructions and now you're emoting through jealousy you're emoting you're emoting through insecurity and now you're trying to do things in spaces in your physical world to try to keep things in your space based on what you physically can do but yeah stay tuned for the plug talk last message then we don't get to this closeout In this uh, month, 
stay tuned for that uh, promo code I got for that. Got a lot of new prints coming through. A lot of new prints. A lot of new designs. Stay tuned for that. Or call out to That's two of the three ways. That's two of the four ways of the multiple ways that you can sort of support for the growth. Also, the loose of the cash app link. And within this, at the end of the podcast, it gives you the information of becoming a monthly patron on the podcast. Or if you have a service, you have a service, a product, book, whatever it may be, and you would like to get it plugged into the plug talk, you want to get plugged in to become a sponsor on the God Hour podcast, hit me up at Set Carlo Negis, that's S-E-T-C-A-R-L-O. N-E-G-U-S at gmail.com Hit me up on there Or hit the number 910-777-7708 Many ways to build Can't wait to build with you As we do that Do that right there uh, Last week we got into On the God of Co-Alchemist The YouTube channel My YouTube channel We got into Amorality Becoming the transparency In that middle point And understanding the importance of that Stay tuned throughout the week. Get the information for the, uh, this week's lecture coming up. I want you to be the best. And the way to become the best is to acknowledge these things. Acknowledge these obstructions that we talked about in this week's episode. That emotional paralysis that leaves you so you cannot, so you can't embrace love. You first got to embrace that love with yourself. Vulnerability with yourself. Trust with yourself. Because it's only going to show up in the physical aspects. And it's going to become those excuses that we talked about in this week's episode. I want you to be the best. If you're interested, once again, in the services, gotta go out from LLC.com. So you support Lucifer beside me, go out from me, my Shopify.com. And also, if you're listening today on the only day that matters, then tonight gonna be a live lit party. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, got our show. We're gonna be getting into leveling up. Yeah, we're gonna be getting to leveling up. After this last uh, break from our sponsor, that can be you being one of the sponsors. After this lovely break from my sponsor, we don't get to that close up. Thank you for choosing the God Our Podcast. I love you. We love us. Peace. Once again, once again, once again, once again, I wanted to say it one more time before we close it out. If you're tuning in today on the only day that matters, then you know tonight gonna be one hell of a lit after party to celebrate. God Hour Show, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Facebook Live. On my Rod Carlo Negis Facebook Live this week. Uh, tonight's episode is going to get into leveling up, understanding aspects of leveling up, what it means to level up as the letting go process naturally happens, get into the challenge uh, live readings uh, one card, oracle card 333, one card three cards for 777 and five card, full five card spread, general energy reading 1515 only time you're going to get them type of discount rates is during the live after party type thing. But yeah, speaking of that, going into the aspects of what we festering, of that I'm really getting into the aspects of what has us stuck when it comes to truly loving ourselves by acknowledging the fear aspects and the things that we fear 
because until we do this, we naturally allow that to become an obstruction inside of our physical body. And then it comes down to an external aspect of our body that's feeding or fostering that as fostering that. That means if you didn't have that loving relationship when you was little, that loving environment based on survival, that means everything you foster in every relationship that you're in, you're gonna try to make it work in the basis of survival. That means you're gonna try, you're gonna to exude your energy into that space and always find yourself killing yourself to make individuals happy. That's done with the aesthetic, that's the word. You're gonna be doing aesthetic things or surface level things on a scale of consciously trying to keep everything working and moving and unconsciously what you're actually doing is stopping yourself from actually exploring true vulnerability. Stopping yourself from exploring the true aspects of understanding the triggers that will be brought up through those conflicts. You need these aspects to work to go ahead. We need that. You need that pain. You need that shit because that pain is what shapes you as you learn how to become intimate with the power of yourself. Remember, authenticity ain't got nothing to do with control. It has everything to do with the flow. The intimate power of you. Getting intimate and in tune with the power of yourself. Everything is to be, everything that is experienced, everything is meant to be experienced and or observed. And just because someone didn't experience what you experienced, that does not mean they cannot observe, you cannot observe and learn from what they're there to teach you. And just because everybody ain't observed what you observe, that doesn't mean that you cannot learn from the other's experiences. And that's one of the main keys in breaking these obstructions and bringing yourself into that balance. I want you to be great. I want you to be the fucking best. I want you, I, I desire this for you because I desire the same thing for myself. Raise your frequency and your vibration. Build the foundation upon that new frequency and that discipline. And then watch how far you go. You won't have to worry about losing it again because you can accept it. This is your season. Let this resonate with you throughout your day, throughout your week. Share. Let the information, let the knowledge do what it's supposed to do. I ain't trying to make you feel good. I'm trying to make you better. Been another episode of the God Hour Podcast. Tune in to tap out every week. New episode streaming at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I love you. We love us. Peace. Ashe.